Hello and welcome to the Zurich Life podcast. My name is Ian Slattery and I'm joined today by Richard Temperley, our Head of Investment Development. Together we will be looking at the investment markets and discussing Zurich's current fund positioning. The Zurich Life podcast is available to download through the SoundCloud app and also on Zurich.ie. You can also subscribe through both iOS and Android, which will allow you to download and listen offline. This investment podcast does not constitute an offer and should not be taken as a recommendation from Zurich Life. Advice should always be sought from an appropriately qualified professional. Good morning, Richard. October was a volatile month for risk assets. What were some of the main highlights? Well, good morning to you, Ian. Yes, uh, during the last couple of podcasts, we've been talking about the likelihood of further volatility in equity markets, and we certainly saw that in October. Markets suffered a significant fall as investors' angst rose regarding elevated yields of US Treasuries and a more hawkish Federal Reserve. Concerns over trade tensions between the US and China, as well as uncertainty over the upcoming US midterm elections, also had an effect. Now, we saw some good news during the month as regards third quarter earnings, uh, but these faded into the background regarding the concerns I just mentioned. So, as I said, we had expected volatility at some point towards the end of the year, um, but last month's de- declines to us seem to have gone further than what that is warranted fundamentally. The global economic and market cycle um, appears to have further to run, and we believe equities should rebound from oversold levels at the end of last month, driven by these supportive fundamentals, such as earnings growth and relatively benign inflation. You mentioned there that obviously there was a bad month for equity markets overall. Um, the US market has been a, a leader across the, the globe so far in 2018. Was there much difference in the performance of different geographical areas throughout the month of October? Well, yes, Ian, you're right to point out that, in fact, the only market in positive territory uh, at the end of October for the, for the year has been the US stock market. All of the markets are in, in negative territory. So last month in October, um, the World index in euro, in euro terms fell by 5.1%, and that gives us a total return for the, f- the year to date of a positive 2.9%. But again, all, all of the gains have been driven by, by the US market, and the US, of course, represents approximately 56% of the global stock market. In addition, international returns for Eurozone investors like us have been enhanced during the year by some uh, weakness in the euro currency. So that has been a contributory factor as well. It's really down to the US market giving a positive return and the euro weakness uh, enhancing returns from overseas markets. When we look at individual markets, to answer your second question, we see, again, all markets were down significantly last month, uh, and they ranged from minus 5.1% in the UK, which was the best performing market, to minus 10.1% in Hong Kong. The influential US stock market was down 6.9%. So for the year to date up to the end of October, um, the only positive market, as I mentioned, is the US, which is up 1.4% in local currency terms. The worst performers are Ireland, which is down nearly 13%, as well as the various Chinese markets, such as Hong Kong, which is down 16.5%. And these Chinese markets are down, of course, because of the trade tensions between the US and China. 
In your opening remarks, you uh, mentioned that we'd seen the Q3 earnings uh, coming through in the States, and I suppose a lot of that individual company news got caught up in some of the volatility in markets. But did we see any divergence in sector returns uh, across the month, either from growth to defensive or on the back of some of the earnings news? Well, just on the earnings, the earnings have been, generally speaking, solid for the third quarter results. Perhaps some of the guidances for the for the next quarter, for quarter four, slightly um, behind, but not significantly. But the key thing last month was that we had a risk-off environment as regards sectors. So those defensive areas uh, performed uh, much better than the cyclical areas, which had been performing well earlier in the year. So last month, the best performing sectors were um, consumer staples, which were in positive territory, up 2%. Utilities also up 2%. And on the downside, we saw cyclical sectors such as materials down 9.5% and industrials down almost 11%. So now because of this uh, improvement in, cyclic, in defensive areas in October, it's now really a mixed bag between cyclical and defensive stocks uh, so far in 2018. The major exception remains the technology sector, uh, which is up now 10% year to date. Moving from equities over to, to bonds and fixed income, um, we often see in times of equity volatility um, a more positive return in bonds. Um, did that materialise throughout October, both I suppose in, in the Eurozone, sovereign debt side of things, but also what sort of movements did we see in, in US Treasury yields throughout the month? Yeah, you, you would normally expect to see bonds perform better when equities are coming off. wasn't really the case last month. Um, we saw US Treasuries continue to rise, which means prices fell. And in the Eurozone, it was you know, flat-ish. Um, so the Eurozone over, over five-year index fell marginally in October and is now down about 0.4% year-to-date. The key in the Eurozone has been Italy. Italy has been battered uh, during 2018. Uh, really on the back of the new populist government's um, budgetary plans which contravene uh, EU rules. So Italy got hit again last month um, and it's down uh, nearly 8% in 2018. Most of the other Eurozone markets were um, slightly up last month and are in positive territory year to date. Uh, the key though is the US and we've seen 10-year um, bond yields uh, rise this year from 2.4% at the beginning of the year up to nearly 3.2% now. So we are seeing a significant turnaround in US yields, but Eurozone as a, as a whole is, is still at very low bond yields. We have obviously made key points in terms of our own views on fixed income outlook over the last number of years. So in terms of where we think uh, rates might go, um, both in the US and both in the Eurozone, what have we seen so far in interest rates and what, what, what might we expect to see in the future? Well, we um, anticipated US yields rising as the economy strengthens um, and that, that is taking place. The Eurozone remains at stubbornly low yields um, and over time on the balance of probability we believe that European yields might start to rise over the next few years, but not significantly. But the direction we believe is probably upwards for Eurozone yields. Moving to the commodity sector now, there's lots of constituents within the commodity sector um, and the commodity indexes. What were the main sort of moves that we saw from the likes of uh, oil, 
versus gold versus some of the industrial metals throughout the month of October and so far this year in 2018. Up, up until the beginning of, of October, Ian, the only story as regards the commodity sector in 2018 has been energy prices, which had, have been very strong. Other commodities have been flat to negative. The story in October continued as regards the oil prices, except that this time they moved in the opposite direction. We saw significant weakness in oil prices down between 9 and 11% uh, during the month of, of October. Um, so really what's going on here is that um, uh, the major producers of oil, OPEC, United States, Russia, have been pumping more oil um, ahead of the US sanctions on Iran. Uh, which come into force uh, during, during October. We've also had the situation of the US putting pressure on Saudi Arabia to increase oil production, uh, particularly in relation to events in the Saudi embassy in Turkey. Um, and uh, the Saudi Arabians have been increasing their output on the back of that factor as well. So with increased um, supply of oil, we've seen the price come off again ahead of these sanctions and we may see a little bit of further weakness in oil in the beginning of October of, of November. Uh, other commodities, um, gold was up about 2% last month uh, to $1,215 per troy ounce, but year to date uh, goes down about 7%. Copper continued its downward move after a stellar performance in 2017. Moving over to, to our current positioning and our activity, obviously it was a volatile month across a number of risk assets. Were there any changes in, I suppose, firstly, Zurich's outlook for markets and then in our actual positioning across, uh, I suppose, our, our multi-asset funds, including the Prisma range? Okay, well, we, again, have been thinking that there might have been some volatility in equities. We saw that. We think it's, it was a bit extreme. We do expect equities to uh, bounce back in the beginning of November. Um, we do maintain our equity position towards the upper end of ranges, um, although it is possible that we might take some profits towards the end of the year following a, a rebound. So we have a, a, um, a positive bias remaining towards equities, a negative bias towards Eurozone bonds. That's on the, the asset allocation side. As regards uh, country position in equities, um, we are um, have a positive bias towards Japan and parts of Asia, we're slightly overweight now, the US stock market, it's marginal. Uh, we're neutral in Europe and Ireland and we have a, a negative bias towards the UK stock market. As regards sectors, uh, it's, uh, we remain uh, positively biased towards technology and healthcare and we have a negative bias towards uh, real estate, utilities and consumer staples. Well, thank you, Richard, for that in-depth analysis, and thank you to you, our listeners, as well. As always, please log on to Zurich.ie for more information on our investment news and our fund performance. Past performance is not a reliable guide to future performance. Benefits may be affected by changes in currency exchange rates. The value of your investment may go down as well as up. If you invest in these funds, you may lose some or all of the money you invest. Zurich Life Assurance PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.